In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 32 through 37, where I'll ask the question, is God righteous? Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 32 through 37 says, Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love. Let not all the hardships seem little to you that has come upon us, upon our kings, our princes, our priests, our prophets, our fathers, and all your people since the time of the kings of Assyria until this day. Yet you have been righteous in all that has come upon us, for you have dealt faithfully and we have acted wickedly. Our kings, our princes, our priests, and our fathers have not kept your law, or paid attention to your commandments and your warnings that you gave them, even in their own kingdom and amid your great goodness that you gave them. And in the large and rich land that you set before them, they did not serve you or turn from their wicked works. Behold, we are slaves this day in the land that you gave to our fathers to enjoy its fruit and its good gifts. Behold, we are slaves and its rich yield goes to the kings whom you have set over us because of our sins. They rule over our bodies and over our livestock as they please, and we are in great distress. The people in Nehemiah's day didn't get what they might have expected. They received this call to return home to Jerusalem, to leave exile and go back to their homeland to rebuild the temple, to rebuild Jerusalem, to rebuild its walls and establish the nation yet again. But while they're there, they have enemies sprouting out all among them because they weren't diligent to complete the task that God set before them. Here are three thoughts from Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 32 through 37, answering the question, is God righteous? Thought number one, the fall of Israel. Think about what it must have been like for these people who are going back. They're returning to their homeland. They're returning to the wreckage of the great city of Jerusalem. And they are just witnessing everything that their forefathers had lost. They're witnessing everything that was destroyed because of the lack of faith of their kings and their princes and their priests and rulers. They see all of this destruction that is there. The fact is that Israel fell because The people were not faithful to God. They neglected to obey him and they chose to worship other gods instead of him. And because of this, the Assyrians, the Babylonians come in and destroy the northern and the southern kingdoms. Thought number two, the wickedness of kings. The kings that were in charge of Israel and of Judah were wicked on the whole. Sure, we have these occasional kings who are good, who lead these revivals, who lead these periods of reform where the people of Israel and Judah are taught once again to follow God, but they never last. These reforms are never maintained. There's always another wicked king coming along who is telling the people to worship false gods. These kings, they don't trust God. They want to make alliances They want to make deals with other kingdoms in order to protect themselves. And it's because of the wickedness of these kings. When they lead the people into false worship, into false faith, then only judgment is to be expected. 
from God. Thought number three, the renewed slavery. Even after returning from exile, even after they come back and are able to build the temple and build the walls and build Jerusalem, it just isn't the same as it was before. It's not the same. Things are different. They have to pay tribute to these kings that are far off. They have to send the fat of the land off to godless rulers instead of enjoying them for themselves. Even though they have returned from exile, the people recognize that they are still enslaved. They are still living under the hand of outsider kings and are not ruling over themselves. In all of this, they're still able to say that the Lord is righteous. They're still able to acknowledge that God is faithful and that it was them. It was their forefathers. It was their kings who ultimately caused all of this destruction to happen to them. It is their own fault for not being faithful to the Lord. The Lord is ever faithful. He's ever righteous and doing that which is good. And if something tragic is taking place, it's something that the Lord is using to demonstrate his own goodness, holiness, or even mercy. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Nehemiah chapters 5 through 9. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by clicking on the link below or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.